Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is time to reconvene the Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, every week at this time on Thursdays at 1 o'clock, we open up the phone lines and we allow you to unburden yourselves with the things that you have done as a parent that you might not be so proud of. And then uh, we absolve you of those sins and then you may move on and bad mom more. We call it the Bad Moms Club. We call it. The Bad Moms Club. So there it is. Apparently, I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. All right, so what did you do this time? Okay, so as is tradition, I will go first. You all in audience land will go next. 651-641-1071. Let us know what you've done. Okay, so um, we so we went out to dinner on Friday night. Uh, it was one of those moments where I didn't feel like cooking. And we had a gift certificate, so we brought the whole family out. It was a little bit later than we typically like to eat, so the kids were kind of squirrely, shall I say. Yeah. And we went to a loud place and there was noise kind of bouncing everywhere. Well, but my boys in particular, so I have two boys and a girl and my boys in particular started to get a little too rowdy, but we weren't done yet with the meal. We had a few minutes left to kind of finish up and, and move on with our night. And uh, I thought, oh my gosh, I need to do something to pull them together right now. Something that brings everybody together as a team, a funny joke, something. And for some reason, the first thing I thought of was to tell my boys to say the word nispy over and over and over and over again. Okay, well, you want to tell the audience why that? Why you I did want, that? I mean, you can try. Why don't you try it? No, I've done it. Well, you just, do it. Nispy. Yeah, you want me to do I it, know. but you can't do it. When you, you do that, you just hold your child to do that. Yep, I know, and they loved it. When you do it, everybody just do it. You're on your own time. Everybody can do it. You'll no, figure do it, it out. You end up saying the male anatomy over and over and over again. Nispy, nispy, nis. <laughs> See, so what, what made you think that giving I, your children a to- a tool, a toy? Uh, to then abuse the world with was a good idea. So again, this segment is called Bad Moms Club. <laughs> so you just feel free to come on in and uh, you know and share what makes but you a bad mom. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. 
what I thought was, I need to bring everybody together, so I'm going to say something funny, what I know about my boys. And this is like a split-second decision, and it wasn't a good one. I'm thinking my boys think body parts are hilarious. So, and that was the first thing that came to mind and it was wrong and I shouldn't have gone with my gut because now I've got an 11 year old. Do they still do it? And an eight year old repeating that over and over again, loudly in a restaurant. Do they still do it? They did it like that night. They couldn't get to sleep because they thought it was so funny and they were doing it over and over and over again. I think that they haven't done it since. What did your husband have to say? Oh, he sat back. First of all, he had never heard that before. What? I know. And I was like, were you never 12? I He sort of leaned back in the booth and looked at me and was like, really? That's the thing that you thought would be the thing tonight? And he goes, are you regretting it yet? And I was like, totally. <laughs> I am completely regretting that altogether but they're not like you know you're not hearing from parents like where did my kids learn to do well this? i might now i might now that's true actually. <laughs> i mean now they might know where it came from it was really it was not my best work um i feel Again. like that's 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 minor on the list Don't i mean feel like- yeah probably but this was the one this week you know yeah. some weeks are worse than others some weeks we bring more egregious uh stories to the table let's go to the phones uh and talk to another bad mom Andrea is on the line. Hi, Andrea. What makes you a bad mom this week? Okay, well, first I need to kind of preface this. I've had a kid who's had influenza for like 14 or 15 days, okay? My first kid. He's 12. So we had 14 days of doctor's visits, inhalers up at 3 and everything. So I just want to tell your audience that first. Okay. So um, haven't done a lot of stuff, been in the house cooped up. He goes back to school, okay? Next day, my other one started, who's 15, and he starts barfing and all this stuff. He's got the flu. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And it was... Oh, oh no. Did we lose her? I think. Oh, there she is. There you okay. Are. Yeah, I'm back. Today, I was supposed to do some shopping, and he's sick. He's like, oh, mom, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Oh, mom, I need to have make sure you have your phone on you and everything. And when I was out doing some other things, I stopped at a shoe store for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So um, I'm now literally in my driveway coming home. But I was shopping when I was supposed to be doing something else. And you needed sure it. You know what? You needed that break. Of. Hannah, he's 15. He can find his way to the place where he needs to be. And yeah, I actually, it's Andrea. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what did I just call you? Called me Hannah. Oh, she's our next caller. Sorry about that, Andrea. Uh, okay, but you know sorry. what? By unburdening yourself, you've now restored your mom status to good for now. So uh, just live in that and call us next week when you've screwed up again, okay? Yes, I will. And I just have one other thing to say. You guys make me laugh. There have been times I'm so exhausted and I get in the car, you know, driving kids from here to there and I hear you guys. And I just laugh hysterically. So you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Andrea. Have okay, a great have a great day. And I hope you uh, scored big on your shopping trip. Now let's go to Hannah. Hannah's on the line. Hannah, what makes you a bad mom this week? So I was reorganizing toys. And after I got everything sorted and organized, my daughter woke up and spit a dice, dice out of her mouth. Oh my God. She what? slept with a dice in her mouth? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like the she only, willingly did that? Uh, yeah, she's three. Um, they put everything in their mouths. Wow. She, uh, the, the only consolations in my mind are she was sleeping on 
her side in a chair and not in her bed. Oh, my word. Hannah, is that going to now uh, cause you to do mouth checks every yeah. time she falls asleep? your mouth. Like, they don't get to play with toys anymore. Oh, my gosh, that's Hannah. Oh, my. That's a big one. Thank you for calling. And, uh, you know, we've now restored your mom's status to good. And so give us a call next week after you screwed up again. That's what we do with the Bad Mom Club. You it's tell us what you did. Here for you. We we absolve you, and then you screw up again. You can call anytime. Uh, we will be back right after this. We are going to talk to you. Yesterday, we talked about um, a story about many homeless people being displaced during the Super Bowl. We are going to talk with, uh, why don't you introduce who we're talking to? So yesterday I told you the story about Reach, an organization that's helping displace St. Paul uh, public school kids and their uh, families who are homeless or uh, in temporary housing uh, displaced because of the Super Bowl. Well, today we're going to hear right from Elizabeth McInerney. She's a supervisor of Reach with St. Paul Public Schools, and she's going to tell us how you guys can help people who need it most uh, as the Super Bowl approaches right here in the Twin Cities. We'll be back with that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Andrew Zimmerman joins us on the phone now. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Alexis. I miss you. How are you? I miss you, too. We're, we're fantastic. Andrew, let's who's just go the, to the... Who's the new fellow doing the show with you? Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. I didn't know Bear Pastrami was something. <laughs> yeah. So much wild game, people don't know what Alexis. to do with it. The idea of just fucking yeah. it in a crock pot is a mistake especially things like, you know, uh, you know, bear and moose and venison. You can make venison prosciutto that's fantastic. You would love oh, bear pastrami. Oh, she would. She would. <laughs> I, I definitely yeah, take yeah. a try. Yeah. I taste it. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of being first to know if a new show sucks. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And yesterday on the show, we had a conversation about some uh, uh, some homeless families who are being displaced because the Super Bowl is coming to town. Yep, absolutely. And we reached out to speak to somebody who's helping uh, or trying to help those families. Her name is Ann McInerney. She's the supervisor of the REACH program with St. Paul Public Schools. And thanks for being with us today. Oh, Are you there? there? She is. Hi, Anne. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, um, I think you even had a chance to hear us talk about this story yesterday. Can you tell us a little bit about the families uh, that are that are having to deal with uh, being displaced because of the Super Bowl? Yes. So this year, we're grateful for Ramsey County for providing motels to our families that would have ordinarily. Um, been in uh, sleeping in their cars or in storage garage over the winter. And this year, Ramsey County was able to provide funding so that those families um, were able to be housed temporarily in motels until they could get into our family emergency shelter. Um, what happened with the Super Bowl is that the motels were not available during those um, 10 days, and so then our families were displaced again. Um, what St. Paul Public Schools had been talking about for about the last two years is could we use a one of our school buildings as a temporary shelter for the really cold nights? We put that on hold since Ramsey County had the motel program. Um, and But then over the Super Bowl, we started talking about it again, like we're having families displaced, and should we, we open a, one of our St. Paul public schools. Mm-hmm. 
So what I what I love about this, I mean, I don't love that we're having to talk about it at all. But I, what I do love about this particular story is, you know, the, in an odd way, this sort of crisis of the Super Bowl forcing these families to be displaced to other temporary housing and the struggle to, you know, get them there and then get those kids to and from school. All of that has sort of given us and I think I can tell you from uh, listeners and people on social media uh, after having posted this story they were made aware of perhaps the plight of these families who are dealing with this beyond just the Super Bowl so it's like this moment gave an opportunity to shed light on a much bigger issue absolutely and exactly um, so even though this is sort of on the spotlight right now we do have families um, and students experiencing homelessness year-round so we have families living in cars and storage garage on the train overnight, and then, you know, we're having them go to school the next day in order to get breakfast and lunch and, you know, progress academically. Um, but it is definitely a year-round issue and a year-round concern, and it is across the state of Minnesota. It doesn't just pertain to the metro area. So, you know, as we're as we're starting to talk about this openly in the way that we are, certainly it may give people opportunities to think long term about ways that they can lend help. But what are the immediate ways that you're asking uh, the public to help with this immediate concern of these displaced families? So most immediately, we do have a Give Minnesota page set up, and I think it's on your website, um, where people can just donate um, funds for our families that are displaced. And those funds will go just for really basic needs of the family and children that are being displaced. So anything from transportation to um, additional blankets and linens, um, socks and hygiene items, anything just that uh, to help with their basic needs. Have you heard it all from Anne, and if you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Anne McInerney uh, with REACH and St. Paul Public Schools. Um, have you heard from, you know, the Super Bowl committee? I know it's sort of this large, you know, um, there are a lot of sort of cooks in the kitchen, but have you heard from people specifically connected at all with the Super Bowl who want to help close whatever gap you have? I know that people, I have not personally, but I know that people in St. Paul schools and Ramsey County have. So I, I, you know, I would just, I feel like we should encourage them as much as possible because again, this is something that affects students all year round, but right. very specifically, I just feel, you know, I feel like this was so obviously a thing that didn't, need to be made worse or exacerbated um, because of a, a, you know, a sporting event. Mm -hmm. I kind of look at it as maybe an unattended consequence. Um, I think that, you know, everybody has a business and this is um, sort of one of those unintended consequences that yeah. ends up happening. But I do think what's helpful for us is just really shedding the light on families experiencing homelessness and that, um, you know, it, it will continue throughout the course of the year, not just during these 10 days. So during... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. These 10 days, you know, you talked a little bit about how we can take care of some immediate needs. What are things that people can be aware of going forward um, when we are not dealing with this immediate concern of these displaced families, because as you said, homelessness is a problem is a, is a is a reality all year round. Well, and also really quickly, just to insert, I, can you give people an idea of the scope? Like, how many families are we talking about? And I know you're dealing with a very specific population, and as you said, it's an issue that goes across the the state. But can you give us a little bit of an idea of what that picture looks like in um, St. Paul or Ramsey County? Yeah, so St. Paul Public Schools identifies about 2,000 students every year that are experiencing homelessness, and it can look different across the board. So we have families that are in emergency shelter, that are in transitional housing, um, but we also have families that are staying in their cars or in tents. Um, So that's just our school district. Across the state, there's some estimates around 10,000, probably more, because many of our students and families um, don't self-identify themselves as experiencing homelessness. So um, the numbers really do vary across, um, depending on the definition and how they're being identified. And to Colleen's point, uh, what are the things that people can help with sort of ongoing? I think just shedding the light on families and students experiencing homelessness, understanding that they're oftentimes not seen. Um, We don't usually see children on the corners. We don't usually um, think about our children having to sleep in a car overnight. Um, But just raising the awareness that it is an ongoing issue. Well, Ann McInerney, I just want to say thank you in the remaining you know minute or so that we have with you. Thank you so much for taking time to, to help shed light on that. And I will make sure that, it, that that information, again, is on our website for your GiveMN page. Is there any other way um, or anything else you'd like to refer people to uh, to help you know spread the word or help with resources? I think just, you know, um, reaching out to different organizations, just trying to find out more information is really helpful and realizing that our children are out there and are needing shelter. We're we're needing affordable housing. We're needing higher paid jobs. Mm. It's a systemic. Thank you so much, Anne. Thank you, Anne. And, uh, and, and good luck to you. And I will just also add that you there's a, an address on that GiveMN page that you can send checks to if that's uh, how you prefer to give. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, celebrities behaving badly. They do it all the time. We call them D-bags. We're going to shed some light on that as well after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities, they're always behaving badly. We like to call them out on that on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And these are your celebrity douchebags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, look. <clears throat> it's Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> Lilo is my D-bag for the she's day. She's trying to reinvent herself. She's trying to reinvent herself, but she's also trying to scam on the new Batgirl. She's apparently campaigning very hard to be the new Batgirl. And we, I think, uh, know this because you'll remember there was a tweet uh, sent by Ms. Lindsay Lohan of her and then her face in the, the Batgirl 
costume. She wants it bad. She is thirsty. She's very thirsty for the new Batgirl role. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, Joss Whedon, is that his name? Josh? Mm-hmm. Josh. Josh. It's Joss, right? Joss, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Mr. Whedon is uh, writing and directing Batgirl. And uh, one particular article that I read believes that Lindsay has a shot because, quote, he's indicated a willingness, that is Joss, to cast an unknown in the role, which I guess means Lindsay Lohan would qualify. OMG. Um, so <laughs> she obviously is trying very hard. She's trying oh. to get people to retweet the idea. So far, 5,000 plus people have retweeted the idea that Joss should be the new Batgirl. Um <clears throat> She's been kind of on this for too long, and she needs to she, take girl, Lindsay. If you can hear me now, Lindsay has in step her away, cor- girl. Lindsay has her in her corner. Maxim Magazine, who she's been on the cover of before, uh, but Maxim Magazine, if you'll remember, I think it's safe to say is like kind of like Playboy Light. Yeah, I didn't even know that was still a thing. But you're mm-hmm. right; it is. It's like Junior Playboy. It's like training Ew. wheels. Okay, that. Poor choice of words. Uh, anyway, <laughs> m- moral of the story is um, if Joss Whedon knows what's what, there is absolutely no reason to believe that Lindsay Lohan would ever be the next Batgirl, which is really sad because like, I think there's an alternate reality and perhaps I would appreciate living in that alternate reality sometime where Lindsay Lohan didn't go off the deep end and she continued on with a, a very successful acting career. But Lindsay, see, this is the problem. And this is why nobody would ever want to work with Lindsay. I know this because I used to be a producer in Hollywood. Mm. Um, First I've heard of it. Lindsay Lohan is the, I keep those on the down low. Yeah. Um, That part of my life. It was a long time ago. Um, I won an Oscar. It's okay. Um, I'm completely making things up right now. My point is that in the case of Lindsay Lohan and the case of Hollywood, it just comes down to nobody wants to work with somebody who is a, like a, an unstable commodity like an unknown quantity right well, like, yeah and the big like, problem with her you don't her, know what she's gonna do halfway through filming and the problem with her is that she's been given t- chances to uh prove herself again more than once and she hasn't and well you'll remember every project that she's been in including but not limited to the reality series that she did with oprah was filled with drama now yeah. that sells you know uh reality uh that that sells tabloids, but it doesn't sell tickets. Mm-hmm. It may once, but then after that, people are like, yeah, you're actually bad for business. So I feel like Lindsay, if she really is interested in getting her career back on track, is going to need to do, you know, something like Britney. Britney had a meltdown. She had an issue. She had to prove she could do her job again. So they gave her residency in Vegas and she proved she could show up every night and she could do the thing. Now Lindsay needs to, you know, she needs to do, I don't know, like She's QVC, get on the Britney program. QVC for six months and uh, show off some jewelry and then maybe she can, you know, get a, uh, another acting gig. But if she does do QVC for six months and sell jewelry, she needs to show up every time and sell the heck out of that jewelry. Yeah. You know, she can't half-ass it. Or like it. those silk culottes or, you know, just like a caftan situation. I mean, there's so many options. Yeah. Kitchen gadgets. Yeah. I mean, she really, there's so much. Quacker Factory clothing. Quacker Factory? Is that a yes, thing? That is a thing. Is it very... Um, is it very gunny sack or what do they call that? What is your thing, Holly? My thing? Yeah. 
I don't know you what like, I think. You like oh, sack clothing. Oh, yes, I like sack clothing. That is true, just like Bradley Trainer likes capes. But anyways, I'm just saying, because you can't trust Lindsay Lohan with jewelry, remember, when she was charged? What's it called? Quacker sacks? Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Quacker, Quacker factory. factory. Oh. But remember, oh, is this like a party thing business? Or do they sell this on it's the on QVC? QVC? No, it's totally oh, on QVC. Apparel. I mean... Come on. Oh my God, like stretch jeans with yes. an- ankle pants with grommets. Yes. Oh, how exciting. Okay. Yeah, yeah see, Lindsay, I love. We've got your next job. I just want you to know that I, the, speaking of alternate realities, I want someday to live in the alternate reality of QVC land because everything is beautiful and like everything is something you want to buy. You would be awesome as just like ooh, look at these pants yes. they come in 12 shades they should hire you you know evine live is like right in our backyard yeah they you are. can sell sensible capris yeah maybe greater united states get into it i'll man. model some capris i bet you will now uh let's uh i'd like to introduce you to my d-bag it's a whole it's a couple it's a whole family actually co-kardashians yeah, actually, oh, it's the Kardashian West conglomerate. It's the uh, that arm of the family. Uh, you know, Kim and Kanye just had another baby just the other day. Now, what did you say? Like, you've been saying you don't even care about the pictures. What is it that you want to know name. about that baby? What name. is the name? Cheese. They don't have a name yet. Oh. You want to know something? What? You want to know why they don't have a name yet? Because they haven't named her? Kanye West says, quote, they can't think of a name. Okay, this is all lies. You guys. First of all, I was born at night, but I was not born last night. You have had... No, What should we call this thing? You have had nine months of pregnancy to name this baby. You've also had the, I don't know, like, I don't even know how many months of preparation. I mean, how long trying do you to have find before the surrogate. you have to put a name on the birth certificate? I, I, th- it, I think the law differs in every state i'm not sure um but i also know that you have you can put a name on a birth certificate and have it changed relatively easily like within again a certain amount of time my name was changed on my birth certificate was it but that was wasn't that years later your first name was changed on your birth middle name oh it was yeah so i have like a dumb addendum to my middle name you know people Mm -hmm. do you know what my middle name should have been dumb addendum Bradley Dumadendum? <laughs> no, no. It was off the tongue. What is it? No guess. Um, okay, Bradley. So what is my middle name? James. Joseph. Joseph. Close. It starts with a J. I was close. Yeah. What's my middle name? That's not Courtney. the point. Oh, you did know that. Okay. Bradley James, your middle Joseph, your middle name <laughs> was supposed to be was Roseph. They spelled it wrong. Was Roseph? I don't know. What was it? Timothy. Oh, I didn't Can you imagine know that. being Bradley Tim? That doesn't make no sense. So, um, yeah, no, my don't mother, for I'm some reason, my, my uh, biological father wanted the name Timothy. And then my mom was like, no, I don't want that name. Change it. And so I have I have to always, whenever I have my birth certificate, I always have to carry around this extra piece of paper because my initial birth certificate says Timothy. Interesting. Well, look at that. You have an abundance of names and they can't even think of one. Right? Now, I'll give them one. I have to tell you something Velveeta. also. Velveeta. They should get the name sponsored. Guess what? Smart. Guess what? The internet thinks they already know. The internet sleuths that they are thinks that Kim Kardashian is given a clue. This Monday, she posted a picture of the classic Louis Vuitton print on Instagram. 
Thus, Louis. they think the name is... Or Vuitton. LV. Just LV? <laughs> Spelled E-L-V-I-E. Because, you know, the internet knows For things. For the love of God. Right? Because of the LV logo. Mm-mm. Like S. Espine, what is it? Espen. Espen. Not what? Not Espine. There was a there was a, a period of time where the name Espen was popular because of ESPN. So, yeah, the the internet thinks perhaps LV. Now, I would say, listen, I wouldn't put it past the Kardashian West arm of the Kardashian family to go, hey, maybe we can get this kid sponsored. Let's go to Louis Vuitton. LV would be so, oh my God, so trashy. Right? So we'll see what happens. Uh, but as of yet, Kanye West says, well, we can't think of a name. Also, apparently uh, a paparazzo suggested that they name her Donda, which of course is the name of Kanye West's late mother. And he replied, oh, that's fire. I don't know what that does that's that mean good? No, that's fire is good? good. Yes, fire because, okay, good. I, I didn't for know. For example, yes. I is didn't that... know this. Okay. So we have this new uh, restaurant on Chicago and 38th. It's like, I think it's like, oh God, I can't remember if it's wings or like what the, anyway, it's, I think it's wings and it's like, the tagline is it's fire. Okay. And I was like, what the heck does it's fire mean? That does not make any sense. Like it's on fire. It's super fiery hot. And Jamie's like, no, that means it's cool. Like, that's what the kids say. It's fire. How long have they been saying this? I, I have not know. heard it yet. Well, long enough to put it on the sign of a business. All right. Now you know. Yeah. Fire, good. I, I had no idea. Okay, because at first I read that and I was like, oh, he's mad. Like, fire is bad. But no, fire is good. Okay. Well, we'll see. It might be Donda. It might be LV. It might be... Velveeta, if you listen to Bradley Trainer. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to impart some uh, intelligence upon you. We call it science because that's what it's called. Uh, Bradley's going to tell you what season makes you fat. And I'm going to tell you exactly when in your day you should load up on the carbs. Stay tuned after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Lori's going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm not excited she wants, about okay. She wants the people push the button to be fired so she doesn't have to worry about dealing this. No, I don't, want, yeah, I don't want anyone to have to deal Lori, with it. Let me over. just tell you this. One thing that I'm packing and I'm doing it, it's like bringing a poncho bringing or a raincoat. No, Julia, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a medical kit. I'm bringing a good Swiss army knife. I'm bringing do that? A, a medical <laughs> kit. It's got a corkscrew so she can drink wine. Knife, knife, scissors, it's got everything. It can be a, if I have to live off the lava, rock land. She can carry out things. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of borrowing your parents' HBO Go password. My Talk 1071. All right, we're about to make you so much smarter. We're going to tell you things you never knew. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And maybe you thought you knew it, but we've got actual science now to tell you the truth. So it turns out winter makes you fat. Mm. Why? Because... Science! And there's... 
science. Yeah, there's actually a very specific reason why winter makes you fat. Because you need the extra layers to keep you warm? No. In fact, winter weight gain could be caused, according to a new study, by the lack of sunlight. So it turns out this new study from researchers at the University of Alberta, Canada, they don't have very much uh, daylight. They've identified why there is such a spike in weight gain during winter months. Well, it turns out fat cells beneath the skin shrink when exposed. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...to the sun's supply of vitamin D, meaning we're in short supply of the fat incinerating solar power mm. when days grow shorter and the temperatures drop. Quote... When the sun's blue light wavelengths, that's the light we can see with our eye, penetrate our skin and reach the fat cells just beneath, those fatty droplets reduce in size and are released out of the cell. Also, please, fatty droplets. Fatty droplets. Never. Well, they say lipid droplets, but I just thought fatty droplets sounded better. Um, insufficient sunlight exposure that we get for eight months of the year living in a northern climate may be promoting fat storage and contribute to the typical weight gain many of us have over winter. Dumb question. Yeah. Dumb answer. Okay. Do you have to be outside in order to get the sunlight that does whatever the good stuff is to the fatty or have windows droplet, droplets? Oh, so it can be through a window yeah. that you get the I mean, sunlight you have, like, for the UV fatty exposure, droplets. Like UV barriers on your windows or something. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Like, I don't have to actually be outside in the cold, frigid winter when the sun is shining. I can stand by a nice window. Kind of like when you bring your kids home uh, from the hospital after they're born and they have jaundice. Do you know what the cure for jaundice is? No. Put them next to a window. They need sunlight. Um, Now, I I should tell you, the study's author is Dr. Peter Light. And Dr. Light says hmm, interesting. that his team does not recommend overexposing yourself to the sun to stay in shape. But uh, these findings do uh, show how important it is to maintaining good health, both physically, physically and mentally. In the winter, when you're feeling lazy and pressed for natural light, go for a simple jog around the block if temperatures allow. Um, yeah, that's the extra part that we need yeah. to hear. If temperatures allow, I saw somebody out jogging the other day. Oh yeah, people, below like that's people like, run all year long. I know, and I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, 
Well, you've got to to keep your sanity. Some people just need that. I uh, enjoy working out indoors. Me too. I don't. I like to look at nature through glass. That's really my relationship with the outside world. I'd like to look at it. I don't necessarily always need to be in it. Um, okay, so winter makes you fat. Uh, that's terrible news because we have a lot of winter here. Yeah. Um, but I do have some good news. We have a definite answer, Bradley, as to what time of day is the best for your carb consumption. Oh, when to eat carbs. Really? Why? Because. this first because uh there is some conventional wisdom about when the best time of day is to eat your carbs in order to avoid packing on the pounds what time of day would you say that is uh morning that is the conventional wisdom yeah why because uh, people have always thought if you eat carbs earlier in the day then you have the whole day to kind of work through those stores of uh of carbohydrate energy right that makes sense yeah logically that makes perfect sense well, uh, not according to Dr. Michael Mosley from the very scientific show, Trust Me, I'm a Doctor. Mm, so that sounds legit. According to his research, eating carbohydrates in the evening around dinner time, provided, and here's the caveat, that you have not had a starch-heavy day. If you eat those carbohydrates at that time of day, it will sustain your blood sugar through the evening hours until breakfast, and that is the most ideal time to eat the carbohydrates. All right? So his suggestion is wake in the morning, have a carbohydrate, like a lesser carbohydrate meal, more protein forward, more of a protein flavor profile. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did he do actual studies? Uh, yes, he did, you know, TV studies. Uh, oh. He and the researchers from yeah. the University of Surrey uh, asked volunteers to eat their daily carbohydrate, uh, to, to eat their daily carbohydrate intake either in, depending on what group they were in, either in the morning or in the evening. And then for the first five days, they, uh, they did it one way and then, and they analyzed their blood sugar levels throughout the day. And what they found was the blood sugar levels were more stable when you ate carbohydrates before bed. And then you maintained that blood sugar level until you woke up in the morning Interesting. versus eating the carbohydrates in the morning and then having your wake waking hours to process them. By the time you got to dinner, your blood sugar would drop really low, which creates kind of an issue. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I'm not doing it. I mean, listen, I don't know why. I just feel like I need my uh, oatmeal in the morning, you know, and then do you do yeah. what works for you. Yeah. Um, that's my suggestion is not a medical doctor or a scientist, mm, but just good advice. generally in life, try different things, find out what works for you and then do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I will. Good. I'm glad. Okay. Uh, hey, okay. So I just want to set up what we're going into. So the other day I wanted to to remind everybody about a conversation that we had on, I don't remember what day this week. Uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Ashley Banfield came forward and talked about the 
the article that was written on a feminist website called babe.com about Aziz Ansari mm-hmm. that alleged that Aziz Ansari um, victimized a woman on a date based on some sexual activity that she said she did not necessarily consent to or at least gave nonverbal and some verbal clues to not appreciating. That was cryptic. Anyway, she came forward on her show on HLN, uh, Headline News Network, and she talked about the fact that this woman probably was misinterpreting this as a bad date. And she was kind of piggybacking on the Time's Up movement. She was saying the two are not related. You had a bad date. We've all had bad dates. And she said some very direct words about it. Well, the person who wrote that article in babe.com on the website has come back and clapped back at Ashley Banfield. Well, I wouldn't even call it clapping back. I mean, she was just a bitch, but whatever. We'll, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about the method that she used to try to take down Ashley Banfield. Uh, Ashley Banfield did read it on her uh, TV show. She read the letter from Katie Way, who's the journalist. And I'm kind of putting that in loose quotes. I think she defines herself as a journalist. When you listen to the letter she wrote to Ashley Banfield, I think you can be the judge. In any case, uh, she read that aloud on her show. We're going to talk about it. We're going to kind of take it point by point and talk about whether or not that actually advanced the mission. Do you know, and um, and I hope you guys will stick around for that conversation because um, you're just, it's going to blow your mind and you're going to you're going to be angry. And It'll change your life forever. Your TV. Um, but I do uh, just want to take this moment to um, remind people that we had a lot of fun last night and we actually got to meet our Mr. Manuary contestants. Yes, we did. So There's for a- team uh, Colleen and Bradley, we got to meet our, well, we got to meet five of our eight men. Yes. Yes, and manuary voting starts on Monday. We are trying to celebrate men who are doing good in our community right here in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, in the Twin Cities, uh, St. Paul. So watch for that. That's coming up on Monday. Stay here with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about this letter to Ashley Banfield on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Entertainment.